Hello and welcome to the Distraction Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Savan, a coach, a writer, an anti-hustle advocate, and a former extreme procrastinator. Are you into easy self-mastery, emotional self-regulation, and unconditional self-love? Or have you arrived at the procrastination station and are ready to hop on the first train that will take you far away and towards achieving your biggest goals? Then you are at the right place. On this podcast, we talk all about how to beat procrastination, avoid distractions, regulate emotions and find more ease on the ultimate path towards self-mastery and expressing your full potential, so that you can avoid regret and reach your goals with ease. So if you have big dreams and don't want you to be the one thing standing in your way, hop on the train and let's choo-choo ahead! Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Cam and today I have a slightly different episode for you, which is a weird thing to say given that this is only our third episode. But what I mean by that is that today I kind of have like three mini topics that I want to talk about rather than one larger topic that would take up a whole episode. So um, there are some things that I thought about a lot lately that I find very useful and interesting when it comes to the to the topics of time management and um, productivity and just overall avoiding distractions. But they are things that I find I can say in a very succinct way and they probably wouldn't take up whole episodes. So I decided to put all of them together today. And even then, I think it will be a very short episode, which isn't a bad thing, I feel, since I don't have a set time that I want my podcast episodes to have. And I actually feel that as a listener, I appreciate different lengths of episodes because I usually listen to podcasts on the go and I don't always have the same amount of time available. So sometimes I'm happy to listen to a one hour show. And, you know, other times I appreciate if I can find a good, solid education educational 15 minutes episode of something. So here we are. Without further ado, let's get into it today. All right. Um, Let me just say all three topics that I talk about today have um, something to do with time management. The first one just being a simple but important mindset shift. And the second one is about setting the right priorities. And the third one is about to-do lists and why I think we're better off without them. So yeah, stay tuned until the end because I'm aware the last point might be a controversial topic of sorts. But yeah, first point of the day is about the short and unexpected time increments that might occur during a day. So what am I talking about here? I'm talking about those instances where an additional half an hour or like 20 minutes free up that you didn't expect that day. For example, I would have that at work when I would get an hour lunch break and when I have to go out and buy my lunch, it does fill up the full hour. But in the instances where I, let's say, brought lunch from home, I would just eat and within less than half an hour, I'd be done. And then I still have about half an hour of open time before I would have to return to work. Now, back in the days, 
I always felt like half an hour is just not a lot of time. I felt like I couldn't be productive in a half an hour even if I tried to do something that, you know, I, I should have to, I should be doing or a task that I would want to finish. And even if I had stuff to do that I could get done on my laptop that I always bring with me anyway, I'd still feel like, well, what does it matter? I wouldn't be able to finish the thing within half an hour, so why even waste some good free time that I could be using, I don't know, watching YouTube videos. <laughs> now, before I continue, I just want to put a, a disclaimer. Um, not all of your time needs to be productive like that. So if I just felt like I was having a difficult day anyway, and the best thing for me would be to just rest for that half an hour of free time on my lunch break, I would absolutely do that. And later in like, especially in the second test, uh, the second topic of today and the third topic as well, you will um, see that I am absolutely all about prioritizing and like really also doing the fun things in your day and not always be productive. But here I'm specifically talking about the times where some time frees up and you know that you could be doing something more productive then but you choose not to do it or pass it watching a YouTube video or something like that because you feel like that amount of free time that presented itself to you would not be enough to make any progress because actually once I started using those small increments of free time that show up in any given day I was getting way more done than before for one thing, it's obviously because I'm doing the thing and even if I get only a little bit done in, let's say, 20 minutes, it's still progress. And the next time I sit down to work at that task, I'm 20 minutes ahead. Sometimes I would just have a really productive session in one of those instances of freed up time and get way further ahead than expected. You never know. The other thing is, though, that this type of um, time that pops up in the middle of the day, in between other tasks or work or having to pick up your kids from school, it creates a natural and finite time block. Um, so if you have the capacity and you feel fine in your body to work on something that you want to get ahead in, it might actually be easier for you to get your head in the game in one of those instances because you know whatever happens in half an hour, in 20 minutes, however much time it is, I will have to stop and do this thing, like go to work or pick up my kids. And what happens is you get super productive because when you give yourself a bigger time block, chances are that you will waste some time in that block and get distracted and procrastinate because you've been gi you've given yourself too much time. And technically, you know that when it's a self-enforced time block, you could continue with the task afterwards. I actually ended up writing full-on client work as a copywriter in those small instances of time that freed up for me. I'd just be telling myself, let's sit down, you have 20 minutes while waiting for your train, just continue writing on this, I don't know, brand voice guide. And even if you only write a few lines of copy, that's already progress. And the next time you open up the document, you wouldn't have to start from scratch. And like that, I would finish entire assignments, only having worked in those unexpected instances of time that freed up. So that's the first topic I wanted to talk about today. And I hope you try it out. If this is something you think you could improve on or you haven't been doing really, just use the simple mindset shift of small progress is still progress. And try and see how much you can get done in a very short amount of time that frees up for you unexpectedly. Because 
as I said, it creates a natural time block. Whatever happens, you have to continue with the next thing afterwards, what, whatever it is that was scheduled. And before you know it, you will get much more done than you know. You might even finish whole projects like I do all the time in those like unexpected time blocks. Um, and yeah, you will just see, I, I hope you will see an increase of productivity if you do if you do this. Let me know how it works out for you. And I'm going to move on to the second topic of today. So the second topic I want to touch upon in today's podcast episode is prioritization. Now, I do believe that this one could be a whole episode in itself and that I can definitely deepen the topic in the future. And if you would be interested in that, let me know. But the one thing I wanted to touch upon today is simply setting priorities that work for you. Putting things as priorities that actually prior- that you actually prioritize will be a huge game changer for your productivity. And I probably hear some of you in the background now go like, but Cam, obviously if I set a priority, it would be something I prioritize. That's why I made it a priority. The thing is, when I talk to people about priorities and they show me their lists, I can't help but see a lot of common things in the top priority section that I just have to wonder, do you really care the most about these things? Like, if you're really honest, is this really something you prioritize as the individual that you are? Or is this just something you you think you should prioritize? Because someone told you, society tells you, I don't know who told you. For example, let me just get this done. This is a hill I will happily die on, but health should be everyone's number one top priority. You are nothing without your physical and mental health. If you're not healthy, you can't be the best employee you could possibly be. You won't be as present and productive in your business. Hell, you can't even be the best husband, daughter, friend when you're just not feeling well. So if I don't see health somewhere on people's priority lists, I already assumed they didn't think things through. But that's not all. Even some things that you do in your daily life, like let's say you absolutely thrive when you can get 10k steps in in a day, or you're just overall more focused, more relaxed, happier when you get to meditate first thing in the morning. For me, it's my cup of green tea actually that I like to drink in peace, alone, every morning before I do anything else. Now, those things can sometimes appear to be less important than, let's say, your work or your clients or bills you have to pay. But I want to argue that if you constantly put off things that you actually love to do, that in everyday life make you happier, make you less stressed, help you be more productive in some sort of way, you will become miserable in the long term. You will be easier distracted and whatever time management plan you make, you're more likely to break it, to fail because you're not actually prioritizing the things that are a priority in your life. They will creep up on you. You will start thinking about them. You will want to do them instead of doing the work. But we tend to put the things that are socially agreeable important tasks above things that seem small and unimportant, but actually make all the difference to the quality of our life and to the way we show up in everyday life. So I urge you to rethink your priorities. If this is something like while I was talking that just like kind of rang a bell where you were like, oh my God, I think I'm doing this. Please rethink your priorities. 
Put the things that you actually value higher on your priorities list and make time for them in your schedule. And then fill the rest with the seemingly more productive tasks that you have to do anyway, to, that have to get done, that will you know, move you forward in any way. What you will see over time is that you get more done actually and you reach your goals faster like that because you will just overall feel more motivated to do the other task when you show yourself that kind of respect. That you prioritize the things that make you feel better, that you actually value more, that you actually don't want to compromise on. And now I'm already on my third topic of today's podcast episode and that is why I think we should all ditch the to-do list. Yes, I said it. Now hear me out. This is more of a pro time blocking sentiment than it is con to-do list. However, I do believe for many people that to-do list poses more of a problem in everyday productivity than it actually helps. So if you use a to-do list every day to write down tasks that you want to have done by the end of the day, you might want to rethink that approach. Now, not everyone is like that, but we tend to put way too many things on a to-do list for one day or for a specific set amount of time. And even if we think that certain tasks would take a certain amount of time, often it happens that they take longer than expected or something happens and then we don't get everything done on the to-do list. And then there are also people who would put all kinds of things that get done within minutes on the to-do list. Things that they would do anyway, like brush their teeth or make coffee. I kid you not, I was one of those people. <laughs> and what this does is that you feel that kind of satisfaction and um, you know accomplishment of taking something off your list without actually having done anything productive. You would have brushed your teeth anyway, even if it hadn't been jotted down in writing. You probably would have had a cup of coffee anyway. You might have even made your bed without having to write it down. But even if you just write down the important tasks, only the full accomplishment of those tasks will get you that satisfactory tick of feeling. And many times you just not be done in that day. Something unexpected might happen or you might just not be in the right mindset that day or whatever it is and the task doesn't get done. And how many times have you pushed certain tasks to the next day's to-do list and then the next day's to-do list until you could push no more and just decided not to do the thing at all? Especially for people who struggle with distractions and procrastination, I feel to-do lists are one of the worst productivity tools you could have. Because not only don't they help with those issues at all, they will also make you feel worse about yourself when it Inevitably, at the end of the day, you have to push things to the next day without having accomplished them. And the worse you feel about yourself and your productivity, the worse it actually gets. Because remember, procrastination is merely a response to emotional discomfort. Now, here are some things where I feel to-do lists are actually useful for. So, for example, if you have a trip coming up. You know, or any kind of deadline coming up and you just want to write a whole list of things that need to be done before that trip or that deadline in no particular order. So why is that actually useful? It's because you don't actually care when exactly you do those tasks and how much time they take. They just need to be done before a certain deadline. 
and that trip or you know whatever deadline it is it creates a natural time block again so you're more inclined to actually finish the tasks before then because there are serious consequences of not doing so right um you know how if you if you've been a procrastinator in school when you have a deadline for like a paper you probably start writing it in you know the last day i would do that the night before and I still get it done because if I don't, I will fail the class. And I had all that time before. Let's say I had two or three weeks of doing nothing, of beating myself up about the thing. And um, no to-do list ever made me do the thing. What made me do the thing was that deadline. And in that case, when I made a to-do list on the last day before the deadline, <laughs> that this and this and this has to be done before the paper is finished, I would actually do it. So this brings me to the alternative productivity method that I would recommend for anyone, but especially for people struggling with time management and productivity and procrastination and all of those things. And that's time blocking. Now I could definitely, again, make a whole episode on time blocking. Actually, at this point, I feel like I could create a whole course on it because I feel like I have perfected this method and I have never before in my whole life felt this productive and been this intentional with my time like ever before in my life. Time blocking as opposed to to-do lists is great because it's not about finishing the task. Like you don't get the tick of when the whole task is finished. It's about working on that task for a certain amount of time that day. Even if you happen to have a day where you're just not in the right mindset or energy, uh, you would have still accomplished the task of working on something for, let's say, an hour and then moving on to the next thing. Studies have shown that people who work like that actually finish more things than people who rely on to-do lists because nothing gets pushed away into the unforeseeable future just because you ran out of time in a day. You still work on it, even if some days you make way more progress than others and every day or every time the task is scheduled you move forward with it however small the progress may be until one day it's finished overall you feel more accomplished that way like at the end of each day if you just managed to work on the task you said you'd do for the amount of time that you scheduled in even if you don't finish that if if you don't finish the task you feel like you've done what you said you'd do so you feel accomplished and especially for the people who tend to procrastinate more this is amazing because it doesn't just help with the emotional discomfort but it helps to actually get the thing done because you get this sentiment of you know um, no matter what happens in an hour I can stop working on this thing very important is also to schedule in free time leisure time playing a video game time, watching YouTube time and all of that into your time block system as well. And to treat them with equal importance as the more, you know, actually important tasks as the more productive task, right? Because again, you show yourself that there is time for those things and that you won't just be a slave to productivity if you follow your schedule like this. While a to-do list doesn't give you a given time of when the tasks will be done, your time block schedule shows you that no matter what, at 4 p.m. you can play video games for a whole hour or whatever it is that you schedule that day. So yeah, try it out and let me know how you get on with it. I already know that I will definitely have some more episodes about both you know, setting the right priorities as well as time blocking in the future. 
But these were just some shorter thoughts that I wanted to touch upon today. I definitely feel like I could expand on some of them. Um, but let me know what you actually want to hear. If you, if any of these three topics was extremely interested, interesting to you, um, but you just, you know, you will want to talk about, you will want me to talk about it more. Let me know. Um, you can always message me over on Instagram. My handle is in the show notes. It's also, I'm going to tell you, it's at Cam Sarvan. So just my name at C-A-M-S-A-R-V-A-N. And that's it. You'll also find my um, email address in the show notes. If that's your preferred method of communication, go for it. But yeah, I hope you found this useful and educational or at least a little bit entertaining. And if you did, I would be endlessly grateful if you could leave me a review for the podcast, wherever it is that you're listening to it, or leave a five-star rating on Spotify. Or if any other platform has a rating, I would hope you could leave me a good rating if you actually enjoyed the episode. Now, I will let you go for now. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you want to tell me anything, even if it's not connected to this specific episode, feel free to DM me anytime over on Instagram or my email address. Both of them are in the show notes. Until next Wednesday, take care of yourself and have a good week. Bye!